Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishelder with you here, deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. Esports are constantly in the news nowadays. It seems like everyone loves esports. Celebrities, athletes, and owners of professional teams are getting involved with esports. States are even trying to formulate rules and regulations so people can start betting on esports. It's one of the hottest topics in the gaming industry. And recently, a report was released by SCCG Management, which is an incredible resource for anyone interested or involved with the esport industry. It's entitled Primer on Esports and Gambling 2023, and I think it's required reading when dealing with the issue of betting and esports. And coming up, we're going to hear all about it because we're talking with Stephen Crystal, who is the founder and CEO of SCCG Management. Stephen's going to let us know what's in this important report. When we come back, we're talking esports, so stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Hey, this is Dave Weishuttle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of September 11th, 2023. It was a record-setting July for Nevada. For the month, the Silver State Casinos reported a revenue of over $1.4 billion. It was also a record month for the Las Vegas Strip Casinos, who reported $835 million in revenue. Statewide, the revenue in July was almost 7% higher from July of 2022. Ellis Island Hotel and Casino announced its partnership as an official venue of the Las Vegas Strip Circuit for the Formula One Heineken Silver Las Vegas Grand Prix 2023. Ellis Island is overlooking Turn 4 and is offering viewing and hotel packages for the race. The big event will be held November 16th through the 18th in Las Vegas. And finally, the New Jersey Lottery Commission has approved the sale of lottery tickets online. According to reports, the lottery will begin selling tickets online directly to Garden State players through its app and website beginning next fall. I won't have to stand in line at my convenience store to get tickets now. Having news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation, send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HFC Radio. You're listening to House of Cards. And in Baccarat, boo, 20 carats, seven card stud, blackjack, and craps too. <laughs> I'm just a fool for gambling.
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. Esports has seen incredible growth over the last couple of years. Seems like every week a huge deal is being done in the esports industry. And the big issue for the industry is how it can expand and allow betting on esports. And recently a report was released by SCCG Management that should be a must-read for anyone who's interested or involved with the esports industry. It's entitled Primer on Esports and Gambling 2023, and we're going to find out all about it because on the line we have the CEO and founder of SCCG Management, Stephen Crystal. Stephen, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Dave. Great to be here, and and uh, an amazing topic, uh, one that we're very passionate about. So I'm excited to kind of get into it with you. I mean, first off, congratulations on an incredible report. I I think every lawmaker and sportsbook operator should read it. I I say that because every time I talk to a lawmaker or a sports betting operator, the subject of esports comes up. It, is esports, in your opinion, the next big market for the sports betting industry? Look, I, I, we've been we've been active in esports going on fifteen years. When we started, it was about learning about the ecosystem, whether mm-hmm. it was learning about the games, the publishers, whether it was learning about uh, kind of the broadcast side of things through Twitch. Given the fact that young people and 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 even older people were spending so much time viewing content via Twitch. Yeah. Whether it was um, you know, media companies, whether it was sponsorships or ad campaigns, you know, Taco Bell to McDonald's trying to get close to the demographics yeah. by doing things esports related. So we've seen it uh, kind of grow in in many different verticals, uh sports betting is a natural one for esports, mm-hmm. and and um, one of the one of the statistics that we highlighted was that um, in 2022, the 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 global esports audience was 523 million, projected to be 640 million by 2025. Um, that's you know that's you know a pretty impressive number. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, the way you have to look at it is it's it's a number that fits in there and pales still by comparison to the major sports like soccer and football, the ones that really drive most of the handle. So it, relatively speaking, it's still a small percentage, but um, as a growth area year over year and as a future potential, it definitely has the the uh, – the, the attention of bookmakers going forward. Well, you mentioned traditional sports. I, I'm, I'm curious, how do you see betting on esports? Should we look at it as different from betting on traditional sports? Or should we look at it, you know, do we use a different method of looking at esports when we're talking about betting on it? I think at the end of the day, it's the dynamic is very similar. It's a, it's a skill-based con, a mm-hmm. contest. It's largely uh, occurs through game servers that are monitored and, and can really, um, you know, cipher through lots of data. So in that sense, there's some built-in integrity. There's some built-in accountability to the very fact that the nature of the contest is controlled by servers and, and measuring every activity that happens during a contest. So in that sense, it's, it's, it's got some superior elements. On the other hand, some of the best esports players are, are underage. Yeah, yeah. There's also the issue of whether matches are being fixed and, um, 
And so, you know, the whole issue of responsible gaming, of integrity, you know, integrity of the process, um, these are all issues that regulators are grappling with. And I, I do think that the technology is there to figure these things out over time, mm-hmm. but it's a process. Yeah. And we're, we're, at, we're still at the relative beginning of that process. Let me ask you, I mean, I've had people on this show talk about esports and betting on esports, but really yours is the first report that made me think about data and especially for in-play betting for esports. That, that kind of, I, I hit that in your report and I was like, oh, wow, this is very interesting. Now for betting and in-play betting also, the collection and presentation of data is crucial. Like you said, you know, in traditional sports, we see companies like Sport Radar and they're involved with data and they just did a deal with the NBA for in-play betting. Would data deals be the same in the esports industry or will they look a little different? They'll be similar. Mm-hmm. I, we, we have we have investments in the in this exact space, so we invest in companies that provide esports data. I think if you talk to bookmakers who haven't fully embraced esports, they will tell you that they don't trust the data yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of it is just the historical nature of data that comes on the major sports like soccer and and football. There just is so much history and track record with the data and the data providers that sports books have comfort offering lines and propositions to uh, casual bettors and sharp bettors alike, spread bettors, etc. In esports, there isn't the same comfort with most bookmakers, but some uh, have been leaders. Um, Betway is, is one example that comes to mind. Entain, which acquired Unicorn, is another example. Um, and, and they have embraced the, the quality of the data as it stands now, and they're willing to invest in a process that will see data improve over time. But I will say that it's not just about sports betting or esports betting in a traditional sense. It's also about fantasy. Yeah, it's also yeah. about betting on streamers or peer versus peer or skin betting or pool betting or social so we have to look at the fact that the ecosystem is not just traditional fixed odds betting. It is all the other category of betting that we're seeing proliferate, particularly with younger bettors and with more casual bettors. You know, what was fascinating to me reading your report were the different types of games that fall under esports. I mean, are there certain types of esport games that lend themselves better to betting and fantasy? I mean, certainly there are first shooter games, multiplayer battle arena games, the traditional sport games. I mean, a lot of times I go to gaming conventions and a lot of times they're demonstrating esports with Madden NFL. But in your opinion, is there one game or a type of game that really lends itself to betting or fantasy? And is there one type of game more popular with the betting and fantasy crowd? I think that obviously there are some established games um, that we think of when we think of betting, and, and we think of we do think of the the kind of the Madden you know the Madden type games, games that translate or virtualize sports that we see in real time. So th- those are the natural candidates for an extension of betting. But in reality, uh, all betting is is a form of gamification, and I think. Almost every eSport type video game or skill-based game can lend itself to both gamification in the broadest sense and betting 
in a more narrow sense. Um, so I, I take a very expansive view of that, and I think we're seeing it play out. I, I'll give you just one example that you'd never think was a uh, was an e-sport, and that was the phenomenon that was Zedrun, which mm-hmm. we, we work with at SECG. Zedrun was an NFT-based virtual horse racing game where you would you would buy your nft train your horse and then race it uh, for money you would challenge others and others could bet on in essence bet on that we're now trying to navigate the regulatory landscape in the u.s and in some markets it'll be considered an e-sport in some markets it would be considered sports betting and it would have to go through integrity tests like other sports but I guess if Zed Run, a virtual horse racing, could be, in essence, uh, you know, uh, kind of a skill-based contest just as an e-sport is, I think once you get to that expansive view, it, it really opens up a lot of possibilities in this category. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. For more than 30 years, SCCG Management has set a standard of excellence unmatched in the global gaming industry. From startups to established companies, SCCG Management and its team of experienced leaders help each of their clients navigate the ever-changing, fast-moving business of gaming in all its forms. Sports betting, iGaming, eSports, casino technology, SCCG Management provides a global network to connect its clients with the right strategic partners for growth on a global scale. SCCG also works with entrepreneurs, providing capital and resources to assist in the development of new and innovative products and platforms. Whether you're looking to enter the U.S. market, expand your reach to other parts of the world, or establish your business in the global gaming industry, look to SCCG Management for the guidance you need. SCCGmanagement.com, expert solutions for strategic success. Come and prop up today with Thrive Fantasy. Experience a new way to play daily fantasy sports and esports on Thrive Fantasy. Choose your lineup of over-unders for top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. The more points the selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points and win a share of the prize pool. Thrive Fantasy has contests for traditional sports, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, and the PGA, as well as eSport titles like Counter-Strike, League of Legends, and Valorant. Visit the prop lobby and build your entry of two, three, or four-player predictions. Choose correctly, and you could win big. Sign up with Thrive Fantasy today with promo code HOUSE, and Thrive Fantasy will match your first deposit of $25 or more up to $250. That's promo code HOUSE for a first deposit match up to $250. Come and prop up today with Thrive Fantasy. Terms and conditions apply. Must be at least 18 years old and in the United States to play. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to House of Cards. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. No. 5 to 1. No. 10 to 1. You're on Well, 
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by BetMGM Casino. Play your favorite casino games at BetMGM Online Casino. Slots, table games, live dealer games, everything you love about Atlantic City and Vegas, all online at BetMGM. Go to BetMGM Casino, create an account using our promo code TURNPIKE, and become a verified player. New players get $25 free when signing up, plus a first deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code TURNPIKE at BetMGM.com for a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 plus $25 free. Must be 21 years or older to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Stephen Crystal, founder and CEO of SCCG Management. Now, when we talk about esports, we have to discuss the platforms that are involved with these games. You know, when I think of esports, the first platform I think of is Twitch. And I know YouTube is an important platform for esports. You know, the, the platforms were important for esports growth and financial success of the esports industry. For the future of esports, and I'm talking about the expansion and the betting industry, do these platforms continue on the same as before, or will they need to change as the esport industry changes? I mean, how critical are these platforms for the future of esports? Look, great question, Dave. I mean, when you consider that the, the global esports audience uh, is uh, $523 million, it's projected to be 640 million viewers by 2025, and a large percentage of those viewers are being reached through Twitch. So when you look at it from that statistic, it's it's amazing the influence that Twitch has. When you consider that on average, uh, a Twitch viewer is spending you know as much as five hours a day viewing content on Twitch, just think of that statistic for a moment. That's that's an amazing statistic. That's why the NFL, when they were looking to expand um, distribution, they did a deal with Twitch. And, you know, that's their fastest growing audience yeah. is Twitch. So I guess what I'm saying to you is um, Twitch is really expanding beyond traditional esports. The issue becomes, you know, how Twitch wants to deal with uh, gambling. Um, and the truth is they've taken a very conservative view, just as most of the publishers have. Uh, there's a whole interesting dynamic about publishers, uh, distribution like uh, Twitch and where they fit into the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, you know, this will have to get sorted out through regulation, through legislation, through negotiation. But I think ultimately, if we look what's happened with sports and fantasy and sports betting. Uh, Disney, which owns ESPN bet just did a $2 billion deal to join forces with Penn gaming. What does that tell you? If Disney (laughs) can do a $2 billion deal to be ESPN bet with Penn gaming across the USA, then I would argue to you that uh, Twitch at some point can be right front and center in terms of the growth of esports betting, that would be my argument. You, you know, you, you predicted my next question. I mean, some of these platforms have policies against betting and gambling. I mean, how, how challenging will it be for the esports industry to navigate these streaming sites, especially if, if they won't be allowed to have advertisers or endorsement deals that are in the betting or casino industry? Is is that a big challenge for the esports industry? Look, it's it is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we mentioned responsible gaming, significant issue when you look at the demographic for esports. Um, integrity, significant issue when you look at some examples of some scandals that have happened in the past. When you look at things like skin betting, which used to occur with regularity on CSGO and and some of the uh, some of the discussion around loot boxes, which was big uh, several years ago and still ongoing. Sure, uh, there were a lot of concerns about these these um, you know different products and and opportunities being being aimed at younger audiences. I guess my view on all this, having been in the gambling industry for thirty thirty plus years, is that ultimately we find a way to harmonize. Uh, technology and entertainment and what consumers want to consume with with good public policy. So we've been able to grow gambling across the U.S. safely to now encompassing most of America. We've grown sports betting to 30-plus jurisdictions in just five years. Soon we'll be able to access gaming content online Um on a real money basis, we, we do it for, with social casinos, sweepstakes casinos, all kinds of social offerings that gamify uh, different types of content. And so I guess I don't, I don't approach this like a moralist. We, we tend to find a way to do the things that make good commercial sense. And we, as long as we don't hurt people in the process mm-hmm. or we, we take reasonable steps. So I think it will be no different for the growth of esports. Well, let, let me uh, turn my attention to the sports books themselves. Uh, what do you see as the biggest hurdle that the esport industry has to overcome in order to convince sports book operators to offer it as a betting market in their books nationwide? Is it, it does it have to be show them it'll be commercially successful? No, look, I think I think what what sports books operators should be looking for is engagement. Yep. I mean, the the notion that we're going to have physical sports books in the future where people just sit there with their salami sandwich and drink their beer, that's not the experience that the next generation wants. It needs to be interactive. It needs to be interesting, exciting. Um, it needs to give kind of the instant gratification that that the previous generation got playing, you know, one-armed bandits. Okay. So I think, Sports books as venues will become more interactive, will become, and this is what's great about esports. It can be played anytime, anywhere. It can be played in person. Um, so you could use the venues for in venue tournaments. You could, you could, uh, in essence, stream contests 24 7, 365 from all over the world, all kinds of content. So it's very, it's very, there's a lot of diversity. So I, I seeing it, see it as being um, an example of of extremely diverse content think of think of an update of the horse racing industry except that instead of racetracks we're talking about the gaming venues around the world and we're talking about different games as opposed to you know different horses Um, you can kind of see that um, that it can provide what sports books need to be the types of places people will want to go to in the future so I, I do think they're open to it now, but regulators need to get comfortable with more and more offerings. And um, and I think publishers need to get comfortable with their content being used that way. Uh, and then I think the rest of the ecosystem, which is the, you know, the, the, the broadcasting side has to get comfortable. I just think 
There needs to be an embracing of it, and that's just going to take the time that it takes. Now, I've talked to lawmakers across this country about esports and betting, and they all seem to be struggling with the concept of formulating rules and regulations on the subject. I mean, one of their big concerns is if the activity is age-appropriate, meaning the audience and the players are perceived to be younger than traditional sports, so they're really hesitant about allowing betting on esports. Is that perception correct, and is there anything the eSport industry can do to dispel that type of thinking? Look, I, I think they are doing. A lot of the operators like Entain, like Betway, those that have really gone all in for eSports have joined coalitions to promote responsible gaming. Uh, they've joined coalitions to promote you know, accountability and, uh, you know, standards to make sure there's not matching. As I said to you, you have so much, so much data that's on a server from an eSport mm-hmm. that actually preventing match fixing and those types of things is easier with eSports than with almost any other sport. So there are some silver linings, mm-hmm. um, but it, it just needs more people feeling like it's going to be a, a part of their growth. During COVID, uh, a lot of operators saw a spike in esports, and then when COVID was over, people returned to their traditional sports. That's a fact. So those that kind of tried it out during COVID were rushing to implement things, and then when they saw that it went away, largely, then they said, "Well, maybe it's not time yet." So that was the best opportunity we had to see it really take off, and it did make a bump up. But but now we're back to kind of a slow grind up. I just think it's going to take, um, it's not so much technology, it's just going to take familiarity. I mean, the truth is regulators are having to understand a lot of new technology very quickly, whether it's AI, machine learning type technology, whether it's betting syndicates, mm-hmm. whether it's, um, you know, live casino and, and the implications for that, what, different variations of skill-based or peer-to-peer or betting, you know, betting exchanges and syndicates. These are all things that are very heavy topics when you consider that regulators for decades were just worried about whether they're going to open up one more casino somewhere in a state, you know. So things have really multiplied in terms of the issues they have to get on top of. Um, And I think as long as people perceive there's a market there, then the lobbying dollars will go into it. Uh, The, you know, the different not-for-profits will will spring up you know, promoting responsible gaming and integrity. So uh, I think the infrastructure is basically there. It's just, you know, when will it when will it reach a critical mass? Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. 
I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. Some people like knocking boots. Hard to do. While others get lucky. And some just get it on. No matter how you do it or what you call it, Adam and Eve makes your whoopee hot with 50% off almost any one sexy item. Just enter offer code BOOTS2 at checkout and get 50% off plus 10 free gifts, including free shipping. First, get busy with a gift for you. Shake the sheets with something exciting for them and hit a home run with a third item you'll both enjoy. Sounds like someone hit the sweet spot. Plus six free bonus gifts that'll make you say, about chicka wow wow Adam and Eve is tapping that offer. Oh yeah. With 50% off and 10 free gifts, including free shipping. Use offer code BOOTS2 at adamandeve.com now. That's offer code BOOTS2. Boots 2. Boots 2 at adamandeve.com. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with Drizzly.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Is is that good? Do, do I want that? Oh, yeah. You want that. Well, fantastic, then. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Stephen Crystal, founder and CEO of SCCG Management. I, I'm so glad you mentioned that. I, a lot of my friends who are lawyers work in the compliance field, and their job is the analysis of the data on a betting event. Do you think the traditional compliance monitoring tools and methods will work for esports betting, or do you think things need to change in terms of methods and techniques for the compliance monitors out there? I would say that um, the good news about esports, again, mm-hmm. because it is so laden and, and for years has been so tied to being conducted on a server, which records everything, I think it's among the safest endeavors to, to regulate from a compliance standpoint, from all of the issues you would have. It's just a function of getting, uh, you know, I think the biggest issue that I I get when I speak to regulators is, oh, because my 14-year-old does it, doesn't, isn't this only for 14-year-olds? It's really more just a, a, not ignorance isn't the right word, but just lack lack of knowledge about the ecosystem and understanding, yeah, your 14-year-old's going to start at eight 
and then is going to be doing it when they're 40. It's that part that, that doesn't always translate. Is there a jurisdiction in the U.S. that you really think grasp the idea of betting on esports? I mean, certainly, I, I think Nevada is leading the way in this. I mean, here in New Jersey, there's betting on esports, but it's on a tournament by tournament basis. But do you think there is a state in the U.S. that is really leading the way for betting on esports? Right now, you've got four states that ha- that have done some aspects towards it: Nevada, you mentioned, New Jersey. Tennessee and West Virginia. I actually would take the view that of the two, New Jersey right now is further ahead because they recognize peer-to-peer sports. They they recognize skill-based gaming, uh, where Nevada is working on comprehensive esports legislation. Um, Sometimes there are other states, uh, Arkansas, Delaware, New York, Iowa, Illinois, Michigan, Rhode Island, Montana, New Mexico, Oregon, Pennsylvania, that are looking at, you know, having some type of regulation around this. Uh, I often hear about states like Colorado and Virginia, which are uh, which are very progressive on crypto um, and blockchain as being states that might might be really progressive on esports in the future. Um, and as we move to more and more virtualized experiences and Web3 experiences, that really plays in the hand of esports content as well, because it's it already has elements of that. So I would say there is that, that there is general momentum. Um, and it's one of these things that even when it does arrive, it's not like it's going to overtake NFL football or mm-hmm. even NBA uh, or even NHL. It's, it's not going to be on that order, but it's more about what, what, people in a certain demographic are engaging with it, which is why NFL rushed to do a broadcast deal with Twitch. It's more about where the eyeballs are. And so in that sense, it needs to be figured out because those are important eyeballs in the future. Now, you travel a lot and you see how the gambling industry operates in other countries. Is there one country that we should be looking at here in the U.S. to see how esports can be expanded and how the sports betting industry can really get behind esports? I mean, one of the controversial issues you mentioned before was loot boxes, and it's fascinating to see how those are being dealt with in other countries. I think Belgium and the Netherlands loot boxes are illegal, but is there one country out there that is a good example of how esports can be incorporated into the gambling marketplace? Look, look, right now, if you look at Europe, the two big markets in Europe are UK and Germany. By far, Germany is the leader for Europe, but Germany is also very restrictive from a regulatory standpoint. If you look at, um, you don't really have the infrastructure in Africa for esports because of the servers. It's more of a, there, it's more of a mobile market. Um, I am looking at Brazil as the next big focus for where esports could really flourish mm-hmm. in all of these incarnations. So if, if you want the one-word answer from me, it would be Brazil. Where do you think the issue of betting on esports is going in this country? In, in the coming years, do you see more and more states formulating rules and regulations for betting on esports? 100%. I think there's a broader discussion already going on in terms of skill-based gaming and what that means. I think uh, they're under the rubric of skill-based gaming are are things like esports. So I, I don't I don't think I think there's a larger, more generic discussion that's already 
being addressed in, in over 17 states in one form or another. And esports, as a specific example of skill-based gaming, I think, uh, you know, has had some attention for a while. So I just think you're going to see it, again, every year gain a little bit more strength. It's not it's not going to come with a bang. It's more like a steady, you know, a steady rain <clears throat> that's going to build, you know, and fill up the basin one day. And that's, that's kind of, you have to kind of take a long view for it. Um, I think once, once there is more color, then you'll see the, the leaders in the marketplace in terms of sports betting and iGaming take a look at offering that type of content on their platforms. SCCG management is doing incredible work in the gaming industry, and you guys always seem to be working on something really interesting and really important for this industry. What can we be looking forward to from SCCG management in the near future? Look, I, 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 look. our focus for the last two years has been international growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we pride ourselves in being a global company. While we have a deep reputation in the United States, uh, in North America, based in Vegas, we've focused on emerging regions like uh, Latin America and Africa, more recently Brazil. We've, we've uh, planted seeds in places like India, Asia, and, um, and even plan a trip out to Dubai or the Middle East. Um, so we're, we are thinking globally. Um, we've had a lot of focus recently on, um, you know, niche sports and, what I call using technology to democratize sports, return sports to the fans, whether it be in billiards or yesterday it was pillow fighting. Uh, I saw that. Then, <laughs> I saw you holding up yeah. pillows. Like, There's pillow fighting now. It's, a, it's Yeah, amazing. well, that was uh, featured on Ocho 8 on uh-huh. ESPN 8, and it was, uh, it was as popular as cornhole, which was a, <laughs> a phenomenon during uh, COVID. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess what I'm saying to you is there's uh, there's a lot of competition out there to break through. Obviously, the major sports have held audiences for years, but I think I'm always interested in, in emerging content. I'm interested in emerging jurisdictions, always interested in technology, new betting formats, new new technology around micro markets. So what you're going to continue to see from SECG, we will always be two, three, four, five years ahead of the curve. We'll be... We'll be working in the metaverse and actually working with companies that are that are taking bets in the metaverse. We, we'll be doing things that, that we can dream about maybe here in America, but we'll be doing them in America before too long. And that's what you can expect more of from SECG. Stephen, we're running out of time, but the primer on esports and gambling from SCCG Research is just incredible. I got got to tell you, I love the fact that it has an esports betting glossary, which is right now on my computer, and I guarantee I'm going to be referring to it several times in the future. But where can people download it and give out the website for SCCG Management so people can find out all the great things SCCG Management is doing in the gaming industry? Yeah, sure, Dave. It's www.sccgmanagement.com. We offer, we've done obviously the esports primer. We've done primers on Thailand. We're releasing a primer uh, next week on Brazil. We've done it on Asia. We've, uh, we're going to be doing a primer on niche sports next month. Right now we're offering these primers, which are, which are almost book length, but, but we're offering them for free because we, 
we want to give back to the industry. So I would definitely take advantage. Go to www.sccgmanagement.com and you can download any of our reports for free and put yourself on a list so you can get notices of, of future reports as they come out. Stephen Crystal, CEO and founder of SCCG Management, who just put out the incredible report primer on esports and gambling 2023. Thanks for coming on and talking about it. In my opinion, this is a report that is a must read if you're involved with or interested in the esports industry. It's going to be a huge issue in the coming months and years. And this report, I think, is so important in understanding the industry of esports and its future, especially in the gambling marketplace. Stephen, as always, thanks for coming on. I can't wait to talk to you again because you always have a amazing projects you're working on. Thanks so much for your time today. Thank you, Dave. That'll do it for us this week. We'll see you next time on the Turnpike. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-353-2174. 800-353-2174. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-353-2174. 800-353-2174. One Stop Tax Relief Shop. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare Benefits Line now. It's easy. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. 2171797 For more than 30 years, SCCG Management has set a standard of excellence unmatched in the global gaming industry. From startups to established companies, SCCG Management and its team of experienced leaders help each of their clients navigate the ever-changing, fast-moving business of gaming in all its forms. Sports betting, iGaming, eSports, casino technology, SCCG Management provides a global network to connect its clients with the right strategic partners for growth on a global scale. SCCG also works with entrepreneurs, providing capital and resources to assist in the development of new and innovative 
products and platforms. Whether you're looking to enter the U.S. market, expand your reach to other parts of the world, or establish your business in the global gaming industry, look to SCCG Management for the guidance you need. SCCGmanagement.com, expert solutions for strategic success. People gotta win sometimes. If you'll excuse me, I have a giant colorful check to deposit. Welcome to another edition of Beating the House. I'm Doug Weishel here with Dave Weishel. We're going to be crisscrossing the country, sometimes the world, talking about the different jackpots that have happened in the casino and lottery industry over the past week. If it's $100,000 or more, we will be talking about it on this show. Press releases, info at turnpikesportsradio.com. Got a bunch of different jackpots to talk about, both lottery and casinos, and also a sports book uh, jackpot to talk about. Oh, okay. Sports betting, huh? Yes, yes. So All we're right. going to be starting off, not in our usual spots. Okay. We're going to be heading over to San Bernardino County, California, oh, okay. San Manuel. All right. The Yamava Resort and Casino. Hmm, nice. Native American Casino. We have a female patron playing the Aristocrat Gaming's Dragon Link Panda Magic slot machine. Ah, Panda Magic. Yes. You've had Panda Magic on before. Well, she, she did a little sprinkling of Panda Magic on her $25 so. bet that turned into $1,315,761.90. That's some Panda Magic for you. Winning mount was accumulated during one of the bonus rounds. Okay. Uh, I, I have no idea what that means. It's I the mean. one where it shows the coins. Oh, okay. You know, all those right. those things where you I've, fill up all I've, 15 slots? I have yet to play Panda Magic. Anything regarding Panda Magic. I've, I've Whether it be it. on the gaming floor or actually online casinos. I have. Uh, I don't even think I've seen it. I've seen it on the floors, okay. Panda Magic. Right. Really, you look for the Dragon Link stuff first. Okay. And then you see all the different brands. There's like Do you look for a brands. big panda? Does it have a big panda on it? I just look for the Dragon Link. Size. Oh, okay. Because it says Dragon Link and it's got all a right. dragon on it, but there are different things. There are different animals underneath it. Okay. Panda's one of them, Dragon's another one. So look for a dragon, look for a panda. Exactly. All right. Uh, so uh, congratulations. $1.3 million Dragon Link Panda Magic all right. jackpot. Now, we're going to be leaving California. We're coming back to our home state of New Jersey. Okay. Going to Atlantic City. Ah, the, the big one at resorts, right? We love Atlantic City. Yep. And resorts, one of the best casinos on the on the uh, boardwalk. Still. And, by the way, the oldest in Atlantic City. Celebrating its 45th anniversary yeah. this year. Yep. Uh, May of 1978 was when it first opened up. Mm -hmm. We have, on the final day of August, lucky guest from Texas was visiting resorts for the first time. Okay. Started playing the IGT Wheel of Fortune 4D Collector's Edition Progressive Slot Machine. Oh Boy, my. that is a mouthful. Wow. Okay. No word on the size of the bet. All right. And no word on how long he played. Okay. But whatever he bet, however long he played, $1,265,086.60. Wow. Yes. Wow. The first... I, 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 first off, Wheel of Fortune, there are so many varieties of those games. Mm -hmm. And secondly... They seem to all pay off, too, because any time you hear about a jackpot, it's usually Wheel of Fortune or Monopoly or something like that. Well, I've seen the Wheel of Fortune 4D. 4D? I don't even 4D. know what that means. It's so. it's a big cabinet. And okay. it's, it's like, it's got one of those rounded screens. It's almost like... Some of those cabinets... It's like, really popping out. Yeah, of some of yeah. those cabinets really reach the ceiling. Yes. So, yes. yeah, I think I saw a Wheel of Fortune machine. I forgot what 
casino I was in, but it had a big picture and a big video of Vanna White on there. So, Not only was it the first million-dollar-plus jackpot since September of 2021 given out by resorts, mm-hmm. it's also the largest jackpot won at Resorts Casino this year. Okay. So it's a two-fold history making. So it was the last day of August, huh? Last day of August. Final day of August. By the way, I saw an announcement from Resorts. Just in case you're a Universal Monsters fan, they now have the Frankenstein slot machine. Yeah, I I heard about that. I I knew a couple of weeks ago Universal Monsters are going to have their whole line of uh, slot machines. I I guess it's going to be, what is it, Uh, Frankenstein, Dracula, I guess Wolfman. Uh, they haven't announced w- a full lineup yet. I would yet. guess Mummy. I would guess... Uh, well, first of all, else? they haven't announced a full lineup I know, yet. I know, right I know. Right now, they've, they've released Frankenstein. I'm just thinking of the Universal Monsters. I so. love when we did the story on the gaming report, the House of Cards gaming report about the Frankenstein slot machine. Yeah. yeah. They actually, it was in California when they first unveiled it. I think they had kinda, someone... kind of makes sense, California, yeah. Universal City. Yeah, well, I, I, I think they had someone dressed like... That's what I was going to say. They yeah, had Frankenstein think, cut the ribbon. Did they cut a ribbon? I, yes, I know they, Frankenstein was there. Frankenstein cut the I ribbon. I should actually say Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein's that's, that's monster. That's technically not Frankenstein. Frankenstein was the doctor that created exactly. him. Exactly. So. Little universal yeah, movie well, fact I, there. Yeah, well, I'm just, you yes. know, everyone's lazy. They just call him Frankenstein. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. Um, leaving New Jersey, we're going over to Michigan. Mm-hmm. We've got Wayland, Michigan, which is near Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo, Michigan. Right. Gun Lake Casino. Okay. Gun Lake Casino opened in 2011, so it's not a, uh, an old-time casino. It's a kind of a brand-new casino. It's only about uh, four, 12, 13 years old. Is it on a lake called Gun Lake? It's near a lake. Near a lake yes. called Gun Lake. Okay. It's not on a lake. Well, I mean, I mean close by in yes. proximity. Yes. So. We have the largest ever jackpot being awarded by this casino. Oh, all right. Uh, we have the ultimate Firelink explosion slot machine being played by a na- player named John. Took right. home progressive jackpot of $727,270. Like I said, the biggest jackpot awarded by this so casino. So what is this called? Ultimate what? The ultimate Firelink explosion slot machine. All right. Okay. A lot of different descriptions in I, that I, name. I, so. <laughs> I love these names of these uh machines so. i'm I'm assuming the explosion refers to when the bonus happens maybe guess, the screen I, explodes I guess it explodes and yeah. then you see i guess some graphic of an explosion i wonder goes. if it's dynamite you know it could be dynamite images little dynamite I, images. I, I, I don't know i have no to take a look at this one idea. but we have uh, largest one largest ever jackpot for gun lake congratulations not only to john but to gun lake yeah, yeah. uh we're going to be leaving michigan Heading out to Las Vegas now. Okay. You know, we've been we've been starting off in everywhere but Las Vegas lately. Okay. But, you know, now we're in Las Vegas. We've right. got the Flamingo Las Vegas. Oh, classic Las Vegas. Exactly. We have a mega jackpot from three-card poker being hit by Michael J. of Cameron Park, California. Okay. Visiting the casino. $140,559 playing three-card poker. It was a royal flush. Nice. Okay. Uh, he was actually there on vacation and had only played for about 30 minutes before hitting the jackpot. Wow. That's so great. If you don't spend that's, a lot of time, yeah, that's I a know, good that's, return on that's your money great. right there. I mean, hey, you know what? That's that's efficient. That's yes. what you call us. It's that's very efficient. Efficient gambler. Efficient use of money and time. Yep. All right. We're going to be leaving Las Vegas for just a little bit because we got one more in Vegas to talk about. All right. We're going back to New York State. We All have right. Caesar Sportsbook New York. We have a New York better turning an $80 bet 
on a nine-leg Major League Baseball parlay. A nine-leg, huh? Nine-leg. Wow. $106,530. Wow. Being won on this nine-leg parlay, mostly run-line bets, two over-unders. Okay. Um, if you want the rundown, we've got Kansas City versus Seattle, first five innings under four and a half runs. Okay. Texas, first five innings, half run. Mm-hmm. on the uh, um, uh, That was the run line, minus five. Okay. One, minus point five on the run line. All right. Um, Arizona minus one point five on the run line. Chicago White Sox minus one point five on the run line. Tampa Bay same thing minus one point five on the run line. Houston same thing one point five on the run line. Cubs same thing. Uh, L.A. Dodgers one and a half on the run line as well. And then Cleveland Toronto over eight and a half runs scored in the game. That you know that that took some thought. That's impressive that it was the run line. I mean, these weren't money line; these no. were run line bets. And you, you know, know we we always say you know be responsible with parlay betting yes. and things like that. But then you hear a story like this, you well, know, that's why people do the that's parlays. why people do parlays. Yeah, but it, it's actually kind of interesting to see the mix. A lot of these were run line for the entire game. The the one or two of them were first five innings. You know, the under well, first five innings, the run line for the first five innings. Must like the starting pitcher, or that's or he knows the bullpen. Or the boy, the bullpens really or, suck on or those teams. He knows the starting pitching and yeah. he knows the bullpen. Exactly. So, so oh, congratulations. Yes, yeah. I I'd love to hit a uh, nine oh, leg. Uh, well, wouldn't everyone? Yes, uh, but eighty dollars, hundred six thousand. Great job. Good. Uh, going back out to Vegas, we have our last casinos jackpot of the day. We're going to Caesar's Palace. Hmm. Now, every time we've done a Caesar's Entertainment story on this segment, we always have a pair. These were announced together, but okay. I had to separate them because of the, the amount of money involved because oh, okay. they were different. I put them in descending order, I should right. say. Um, we have a video poker player, Caesar's Palace, Royal Flush, $125 a hand he was playing. Okay. 100000 even. Wow. Okay. So I, I still. So could he not... made your cutoff. The the gambler made your cutoff for a yes, hundred thousand. Right at that line. Right, right at that. But let line. me tell you something. I still, I still would be uncomfortable playing one hundred and twenty five dollars a hand. Well, look, uh, paid off. I guess so. I guess you know, so. Paid, paid off. off. They knew what they were doing. Okay, we're going from casinos now. We got lottery stories. We got a couple lotteries to hit. We're going to start out in Pennsylvania. We're oh. leaving Las Vegas, going over to the Pennsylvania lottery. We got the Pennsylvania lottery. We have. $1.06 million jackpot on the match six game, won by 68-year-old Don from Mount Pleasant Township, Pennsylvania. Wow, nice. Uh, it was around his birthday. Okay. He bought the ticket after work and discovered he won by checking his tablet later that night. Okay, good. So it was all in the same day. He bought the ticket and That's won that good. same night. Uh, he was running errands, and he looked at his tablet so and he he looked at it eight times. He said because yeah, he couldn't I, believe it. he had his I wife look at so, it. He yeah. couldn't sleep, and so he uh, took the winning ticket and went and got his one point oh six million dollars. Wow! And the store, just to be fair, S and S Corner Market, in Mount Pleasant, mm-hmm. ten thousand dollar bonus for selling the ticket. Nice, good. See, I love that Good for them. Yeah, I love that. So I don't know. I don't know where Mount Pleasant, Pennsylvania is. So you I gotta, got me. I got to check that out. I, I mean, it almost sounds like a Berks or Bucks County type yeah, of town. Yeah. So, uh, but congratulations. Sounds to like Don. a nice place. Yeah. Well, it is for him. <laughs> Mount Pleasant. Yeah. It is for him. Yeah. Uh, now we're going from Pennsylvania. We're going to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Got the Michigan lottery. Okay. Now we have a sixty-three-year-old man winning a jackpot. Five months after he won another jackpot. Jeez. Yes. 
we have a $573,617 jackpot through the Big Cash second jackpot uh, uh, game that the okay. Michigan Lottery has been playing. It's a, it's basically you play and you can enter the ticket online to get a second chance jackpot. So w- wait, w- he won twice. Did he re-enter I'm, the ticket? No, no, I'm getting oh, to that. Oh, okay. Five months before this, he won 261000 on a uh, on the same game. Oh, okay. So it was the same, same game, ticket? Was it same game, same different game? tickets? Okay, same game, different tickets. The big cash, the big cash second different chance. numbers, yeah. different lot. Okay, the big cash second chance jackpot is a promotion going on at the Michigan Lottery. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, if you sign up with Radio Fifteen, your Radio Ten, you're going to be able to get a special offer so from what, the Michigan Lottery. Okay, what are we? Radio, Radio 10. Ten. Radio okay. Ten. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he uh, was. It was a. It's a random drawing kind of thing. You put your ticket number in. They do a random drawing. Okay. You're up for whatever the jackpot is at that point. Okay. It's a progressive jackpot. It keeps growing. Uh, this is the second time he's won this year. Like I said. And Boy, two times in a year. Yeah, I know. It's amazing uh, th- just to hear these I don't stories. even know what those odds are. They've got to be astronomical. And he chose to remain anonymous. Well, yeah, I mean. You know. Well, Michigan yeah. allows you to do that. Let me tell you something. Some states don't let you do that. Yeah, yeah. If you were the luckiest man on earth, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd keep that on the down low, too. You yeah. Know? It's just, you know. Well, hey, you, you know. You have people like uh, wanting uh, that person to pick numbers for him or something like that. Well, I mean, like you have the what we just had in Pennsylvania. Sure. The Pennsylvania Lottery release released the guy's name. Well, yeah, I know. I, Pennsylvania, I, you I can't. I think in New Jersey, from what I understand in New Jersey, uh, if it hits a certain plateau, your name has to be go go out there or something. Well, actually, in some states, if it's a certain plateau, you can remain anonymous. Yeah, yeah. Some but states it, are opposite. Yeah, so I I don't know. It's, check it's, your local rules. Yeah, check your rules. So, But uh, congratulations twice over for uh, the Macomb County, Michigan man who chose to remain anonymous. Mm-hmm. And last uh, entry for the week, we're going from Michigan to Missouri. Okay. Uh, the Missouri Lottery. We have a very lucky gas station. Okay. Um, we have a Missouri lottery player visiting the quick trip on Dunn Road. Don't know where this is because they didn't say where the uh, location was. But it, it's a it's the second time a million-dollar prize has been awarded by this gas station. Wow. This year. They should this put a, year. They, this year. Two million-dollar jackpots at the same gas yes. station. They, 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 have, they should put a sign out there, you know. We oh, have, my God. And... <laughs> At the time we're doing this, the $1.3 million jackpot has not been claimed yet. Okay. So he's got time. He's got until February 22nd to claim this okay, from so, this day forward. So if or you're in Missouri, person. so if you're in Missouri and you're there's a gas station on Dunn Road, yes. you might want to stop and get a lottery ticket. Yes, yes. So. It seems to be a lucky place. In yeah. January, a ticket worth a million dollars was also sold wow. at the same convenience store slash gas station. This was the top prize in the Millionaire Blowout. Okay. A scratcher game. Wow. All right. So uh, quick trip on Dunn Road, wherever that is in Missouri. Yeah. I, I'm assuming there are probably multiple Dunn Roads. There's a Dunn Road in New Jersey. I think every state has well, a no, Dunn no, Road. Well, no, no. Jersey has Dunn's Mill Road. Wow. Well, I don't know about Dunn Road. So. I'm sure someone there's a Dunn Road every yes. state. Yes. So, uh, but congratulations to the, uh, well, not only to the winner, but the gas station as well. You yeah. seem to be uh, located in a very lucky part of Missouri. Yeah, boy. That's a, that's a great location. Yes. Uh, that's it for this week's Jackpot Winners. 
press releases, info at TurnpikeSportsRadio.com. Congratulations to all our winners. Again, we only cover $100,000 or more. There's a lot more winners out there that we didn't have a chance to talk about. And if we did, we'd be doing probably a 24-hour-a-day <laughs> channel just announcing them. But congratulations to everybody that we did talk about and everybody out there that has won a jackpot over the past week. Well, that'll do for us this week. We'll see you next time with House of Cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.